the city of Worcester presents Woo Stories. Hey, Woo Storytellers, welcome back. We went on a small break the past few weeks just because Kathy and I were both working on RecWoo's summer programs, but now we are back and we're ready for episode six. This is Woo Stories, your Worcester DYO podcast about making podcasts. I'm Liza French. And I am Katia Esparza. This is really exciting. Today's episode is a really important one. We are going to be talking about storytelling. Honestly, I think this is my favorite part of making podcasts. I love working with the technology, but at the end of the day, the reason I love podcasts is because I love a good story. And we talked about this in episode one a little bit, but I really want to review before we start today. So why is it important for kids and youth to tell stories? Well, I think that telling stories is really at the heart of who we are as humans. And it's also at the heart of really knowing our history, knowing our culture, knowing ourselves. Um, I think that a lot of what is passed down through stories is that generational wisdom, that ancestral wisdom. Um, so I think that this practice and um, utilizing technology and utilizing all the resources that we have available to us to tell those stories, to tell it in our own words, um, to, to tell stories in the ways that we talk, that we see ourselves represented is extremely powerful. And I love hearing the stories that our young people tell. And I think that is really powerful for us to create this archive of all the stories that our young people from Worcester um, have. I love hearing those stories too, and I want to hear more. So what kind of personal advice would you tell a young person who doesn't know how to tell their story or doesn't know what stories they might have to tell? I would say that we all have a story to tell. We all have wisdom that we carry within ourselves because I know that for me, I sound like I'm mad old, but at this era of social media and podcasts is that I see myself represented in so many of the stories that I hear through these platforms. Sometimes we may think that our stories and what we have to say don't matter. Um, it actually holds a lot of value for someone to see themselves in, in, in people that look like us and um, in stories that are told the ways that we speak and the ways that we are and represent ourselves, our identities, our cultures, and so on. Okay, sometimes I feel like I want to tell a story, but I don't even know where to start. And that can be kind of frustrating, and it can make me feel like I don't have anything worthwhile to talk about. But today we are going to talk about strategies that will help us tell stories so we don't feel as stuck. Before you can do anything else, you have to decide which story you want to tell. So step one, I would say, is brainstorming. Some people might have a story that they have always wanted to tell. That is a beautiful thing, and you should definitely use that story. But others might be less sure about their story, and that's okay too. You don't have to have the perfect story ready to make a podcast. Liza, what do you do to brainstorm story ideas? Well, personally, I usually write a list. So I'll ask myself, like, what are the things that I love to talk about? What kinds of things do I find interesting in my regular day-to-day -day life? Is there anything that I am passionate about that other people might not know about? And are there any problems I can see that I think should be solved? Or maybe, do I have any questions that I can't answer easily? I like to bring my ideas to somebody I trust, 
and I'll ask them which of the topics that I came up with interest them the most. And then after that, maybe we can get a conversation going. So I'll hear what their questions and ideas are too. And that helps me think about some of the things that I didn't even think to come up with. You know, a new perspective can give you a really fresh outlook on some of your ideas. You're right. That's a good point. You don't have to tell any story about yourself. Podcasts are usually created by more than one person. Dividing the work and sharing your story with a family member or a friend could make things a lot easier and more fun too. Also, I would add that, you know, podcasts and these kind of things and telling stories is all about creativity. So things can be used from like a personal experience, but also it can just be completely made up. You should do whatever helps you the most. Where do you come up with your best ideas? Is it in a conversation with a friend or a family member? Maybe you like to draw and paint or you write stuff down in a journal. It could even just be like thinking to yourself in a quiet place or when you're on a walk. You're going to know better than anybody else where you get your best ideas, and we can't tell you where that is. But maybe hearing this conversation can help you think for yourself, where is that place for me? Where do you get your best ideas, Kathy? Well, that depends. I think that I'm a very emotional person, and I think that a lot of my best ideas come from like my emotions in the deepest way, I would say. So like when I'm extremely happy or I'm extremely sad or like I'm contemplating and reflecting things. I'm a writer and I um, write poetry. And one of the ways that sometimes I, I found it helpful is to record myself and then um, utilizing those recordings as like the raw material to start a piece or a story. Or sometimes, you know, like really talking about those things that you're uncomfortable unpacking and just like writing about it. I also find mad inspiration in nature. I, I really love plants and I think that plants are actually really inspirational in so many ways and teach us so many things. Um, so I'm often inspired by that as well. So once you have the idea, then what do you do? After I know which story I want to tell, there are two options, right? Because your story could start either from a question you want to know more about, or it could start from your own experience. So if it's a story that is inspired by a question that you want to answer, you can start by writing down all your questions about the topic. If you don't know what to ask, start with these six questions. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. Once you have your questions written down, you should think about who you could ask to answer these questions. Could a member of your family or a friend help? Or maybe a teacher? Maybe you could even ask an adult in your home to help you research online for experts on the topic, especially if it's a really big question. Keep track of the answers people give you by either recording them or writing them down someplace safe. And what if it's your own story? So a story about you and your personal experience, or what if you wrote it yourself? If the story is about your own experience, then you are the expert. You can still ask those questions of who, what, where, when, why, and how, but this time you get to answer them. That will help you start to tell your story. Practice writing down your story. Make sure it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. When you are happy with it, you can read it out loud to see if you like the way it sounds. 
And I think if you want, you could include interviews with other people who might have been involved in your story to hear their perspectives. That's up to you. But here's something important to remember. Always keep in mind why you think your story is important. If it helps, you can write it down. Then when you're putting your story together, just think back on why it's important to you and see if the reason it's important is clear to somebody listening. If it's not clear, don't be afraid to tell your audience. You can say, here is why this is so important. Okay, before we reveal this week's challenge, do you have any storytelling wisdom? Reclaiming language is something really powerful. I think that there is intention in the words that we choose. And I also think that um, as someone who's bilingual and that lives most of her life in the midst of um, Spanglish, English, Spanish, and you um, setting intention in the way that you choose the words that you choose to tell your story, it's powerful and it's a beautiful thing. I know that for me, like words and stories really move my heart and there is so much power in that. I would recommend keeping track of all your ideas somewhere. So I have a journal and I write down all my ideas in it, even the silliest ones. I don't really have a schedule, but I usually write like once a week in it and sometimes even more often than that. And every now and then, like maybe every month or every two months, I'll go back and I'll read all of my ideas. Probably about 90% of them I will never use. But every so often, there's a great idea in there. Or every so often, there's an idea that inspires me to come up with an even better idea. And that's what I choose to tell my stories about. And now, it's time for our weekly challenge. Are you all ready? All right, so... Ask someone you know to tell you one of their favorite stories. If you are both comfortable, record the story and send it to us at RegWoo. Let them tell their story all the way through without interrupting to ask questions. Then, when they are done, ask them questions you thought of while you were listening to them. If you can't think of your own questions, you can start with this. What is the most important part of your story? Or why is this story important to you? How many times have you told this story before? How does your personal perspective change the way the story is told? To send it to us, you can email it to youth, Y-O-U-T-H, at WoosterMA.gov. Thanks for listening, Woo Storytellers. We'll catch you next week. See ya! This is a podcast created by the Division of Youth Opportunities. Thanks for tuning in. Woo Stories is a production of Worcester's Division of Youth Opportunities. It is written and produced by Kathy Esparza and me, Liza French, as well as edited by me. Our theme song is Gone by Mora Beats, and this episode also features music from Morrow. <laughs>